With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. All right, Pearl on the bench back with you. I'm like searching for this uh, game. I, it must be one of these uh, channels that's in a break. So what happens is they have um, – now I got the multi-game going. So, um, yeah, it's in a break. So they, they when extra innings is in a, a break, they have the we'll be right back thing going, and they don't do a commercial. So – Anyway, uh, Maeda's got a no-hitter going into this ninth inning for the Twins against the Brewers. So you got to watch that, right? And now I, I have the game back on, and he's just had, it looks to me like from what I'm watching, that he's just had it all going down uh, tonight. His, his, they're showing some highlights of his stuff, and it's just his pitches are biting and et cetera, et cetera. The whole deal is going on here. I'm trying to catch in uh, to the groove here with this. Uh, I think they, uh, am I crazy? Uh, he gave up a hit. He just gave up a hit. It was right over the second baseman's head. The minute I turned the game on, <laughs> I mean, the minute I turned it on, he gave up a hit, and then they yanked him. So that's what the commercial was for. They brought in some guy for the bullpen right after he gave up the hit. So did I not just say that before the top of the hour? Did I just not say, once I mention it and just even bring it up, that he has a no-hitter, it'll all get botched? Have you ever seen that? It's like a botchy jinx. Carver, how you know it's true? That always happens to you. You turn the game on, you got you hear a guy's got a no-hitter, and sure enough, then uh, gone. Poof. Oh, and it was such a cheap hit, too. Right over, like, the, I don't know, it was, like, right over the second baseman's head or something. It was, like, right over his glove by, like, a foot. Even Maeda's laughing at it. That, that was what he got bit on was a, a blooper over the second baseman's head or right over the second base bag. Go with us this hour on the bench. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood... We bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. 
So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Toronto and Baltimore are tied at sevens in the 10th inning. So that's a good game there. And Toronto's up. The White Sox just beat the Tigers 10-4. I hit that game. Philly's going to beat Boston 13-5. They're up in the eighth at Fenway. I hit that game. I hit the Twins. I hit the Indians. They just beat the Pirates 6-3. So once again, I'm killing it for you. In baseball, right? I mean, bottom line. So, Indians 6-3. Phillies are up 13-5-8. They're going to win that. Uh, Blue Jays, Orioles. I got the Orioles going there, but they're in extras. And the Blue Jays have runners on first and second and nobody out. So, they got a lot of action going now. Now it's second and third. The White Sox hit for me. Twins hit for me. Cubs are up uh, 4-1 in the seventh. I got the Cubs going. How about the Rays I gave you? Did I not give you Blake Snell over... Tanaka today on the air on Coast to Coast, Carver High. You did give that. Yes, you did. Uh, The Dodgers, I gave you 2-1 over the Mariners, cover. Astros, I gave you 2-1 over the Rockies in 11, cover. I lost the Angels. Whenever it's Giants, Angels, or two really crappy teams, I don't even know why I bet on it. Honestly, we should just have a crap rule from now on. You know what I mean? Carver High, like if we had a crap rule, the teams are so crappy that I won't bet on the game. <laughs> How's that for a rule? Honestly. Yeah, do so do you want, we'll eliminate a couple of the games. The ones that are the crap teams, we'll eliminate them. I just think that uh, we should talk about the game, but not uh, waste our money on it, is what I'm saying. When I when you bet on crappy teams, that's when you know your wife is going to leave you for another man and that you're going to lose all your money betting because you're a loser. Don't bet on crappy teams. There's the tip of the day. Don't we have, uh, you know, we don't do the uh, zany radio bits ever. But we do have, he's having a bad day. He's having a bad day. And that is not a zany radio bit. That is just fact. (laughs) He's having a bad day. He's having a bad day. And we just all need to keep our social distance from Mm -hmm. him. That dude's having a bad day. The uh, Jays just took the lead in the 10th. This is horrific news coming into the uh, spew newsroom. Padres, I gave you. How about that? I gave you the Padres. Right? Uh, they How about the Grand Slam Myers hit? Myers hit a Grand Slam, and that's two days in a row. The Tatis 3-0 count Grand Slam that made uh, Woodward lose his mind and get suspended. The pitcher threw behind Machado. He got suspended. I don't know if you saw in that game today with the Padres, but um, your boy Machado made a great play behind first, literally in the outfield. It was like the guy ran down to bring water to the outfielder. That's how far down the line he was when he caught the ball. It was absolutely awesome. 
but it wasn't worth three hundred million. He should do that once a week. Diamondbacks beat the A's. I got that game wrong. The Nationals over the Braves. I got that game wrong. I hit the Mets over the Marlins. So, I mean, I did really well today, Carver High. I mean, really well, making people just raking money for people. By the way, the Twins lead is now 3-1, and the uh, Brewers have the bases loaded. There's all kinds of action going on in that game. Can you imagine that the guy had a no-hitter? He had a no-hitter going in the, right? He had a no-hitter going, and he gives up the hit, Maeda, and now they have the bases loaded with nobody out. And the Brewers are about to win that game. If they get a hit, they're going to break it open. They're down 3-1. They'll tie it with a hit. They'll win it with two hits. Right? I mean, that's that's the bottom line. So it's hard for me to sit here and watch baseball. I have to tell you what I'm going through right now. So I have all these baseball games going at once. I got the, uh, what do you call that? Like the Red Zone channel. I got all the games going. What did we call it when we did the Hurricane Center, Carver High? Remember we had the. That was, uh, the, uh, that was the Weather Red Zone. Weather Red Zone. And wow. now we have. And the Blackhawks take a 2 nothing lead on Vegas here in the first oh, period. Wow. He threw the ball away into the stands. It hit a cardboard cutout. So it's 3-2. Now they've tied it. He threw the ball away. So when he threw the ball away, the Twins, uh, second baseman, he literally just cost them the game. Tie game now. He threw the ball away at first. The pitcher just looked over it. I think it was the shortstop. He looked over at him with a uh, look like, you're a D. You are a D. Yelich just tied it. Uh, with the, he played at the timer. I have to watch this play again. So the guy throws the pitch. Swing and a miss. Or no, he, he grounds into a double play. Here we go. Ground to the shortstop. It was the second baseman. Flips to second. Second baseman throws the ball away. And they get two runs and tie the game. Can you believe it? What a meltdown. A guy's throwing a no-hitter, and now you're in trouble of losing the game. Boy, they went down uh, real quick down the other side of the mountain after Maeda gave up that blue pit. What a shame. What a shame. What a disaster. An absolute disaster. So, uh, how about the Blackhawks leading the Golden Knights due to what? At the 30 seconds left in the first period, Mark. 2 1 Blackhawks. Can you believe that they're beating Vegas again? You got to be kidding me. Well, that's, anyway, a, that's a good thing that you said that because you're way ahead of me then. It was 2 it was... nothing. but Pacioretty just scored from McNabb and uh, Carlson. It's 2-1. Oh, he scored 30 seconds left in the half. That's good news for me. I've got the Knights as the last leg of a bunch of parlays today, so I am big-time rooting for Vegas tonight, and they got down 2 nothing here, and there it is, Pacioretty on the doorstep on the side and of the net. Taves and Debrinkit with the uh, goals. Jonathan Taves uh, and... Uh, Dermankit scored the goals at uh, really 10 and a half and 18 and a half almost. So they scored a couple of goals in the last, uh, whatever, 90 seconds or something like that. Anyway, I got to keep my eyes on that. Uh, Flyers shut out the Canadians. Stars beat the Flames again. And the Capitals beat the Islanders to stay alive. I said today on Coast to Coast, if the Flames don't win that game uh, against the Stars tonight and the Stars win two in a row, now Dallas leads the series 3-2. I think that series will end. Dallas will win it. What do you think? Uh, not to be obvious or anything, but, like, 
I think the Flames, they blew the last two games. They were, uh, remember, they were up uh, late in that game the other night. And yep. with 11 seconds left, they let Dallas score. And then they lost to them in overtime, right? Yes, uh, they did. And um, listen, it's been a crazy series. But uh, you finally started to see Dallas kind of play their game in these last two. And, and, the, and the Calgary Flames just couldn't generate anything offensively today, Scotty. And they didn't have Kachuk either. He got hurt in the last game. So no Matt Kachuk for them. Down three two now. I think that I thought Dallas was the better team going into this series, and uh, I think they'll finish this off now. All right, so I do too. Uh, now back to the uh, Laker game, and it's a uh, from what I'm seeing, it's a three point game at the end of the third. Blazers up three, end of three, and remember, I I don't know what was it. They were getting five and a half, something like that. All right, so the Blazers are leading it, and the Lakers uh, are right where they want to be, uh, as far as I'm concerned, in this game. You know, at the end of the day, uh, Dame's got 25, McCollum 16, Nurkic 14, and then for the Lakers, Davis 26, LeBron's got a triple-double, 16, 10, and 14 dimes. Kuzma's got seven, Green eight. McGee, six. He's got eight boards to go with it. Kuzma's got six boards. Howard's got five boards. So, but the Blazers lead it. 78-75. What do you think of LeBron with a triple-double in his uh, first playoff game with the Lakers, Carver High? What do you think? Taking care of business. That's all he's doing. Making it happen. And we have action going on in here. Still, 3-3 Brewers Twins. Runner at first, two outs. Top nine after Maeda's uh, no-hitter was broken up in the top of the ninth with a single. Blake Snell beat the Yankees tonight at the Bronx. It's for Raul on the bench. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you, because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 844-843-6879 to get on the bench. Uh, my dog, Boston, he's a freight train, Cujo. Buck 25, he means business, all muscle, powerful, vicious, leader of old oaks. He uh, had his knee operated on today. And uh, the quick story is he's had both knees blown out. 
he's a freight train man when he goes after squirrels and chipmunks and coyotes and turkeys and bears and oh my he means business like this dog will literally and carver Ohio, back me up the dog will run through a car it'll run through like a truck it'll run right in front of a truck to get a like a chipmunk or a squirrel or something it's like it means business and it's blown out both his knees so today they went in to fix the knee and the dog had no acl or mcl blown out both of them shredded like shrapnel and i was like um, 34c said to me she said uh, yeah he blew out both of them she said i never knew that uh she's like does knees have like an uh, an mcl and I was like, yeah, they have an ACL and an MCL. She said, well, did you know dogs have them? I was like, I knew dogs had ACLs because the dog already had his ACL blown out in, on the right leg. So now the dog had the left leg blown out, but he had it twice as bad. He shredded the ACL and MCL. So they have it in the front and the back. So now the dog has, he's Steve Austin. He's got uh, steel bars in both legs like a giant steel bar like a coil that's what he's got in his knees and he had surgery today and he's just riding that morphine drip right now at the animal hospital we just got a call uh like the phone was ringing when i was doing the show and i'm like god and i went in there swearing like bob knight and i answered the phone and they told me about the dog that the dog's you know very angry he doesn't like any rules and such the dog is a leader. He doesn't have time for rules and such. Started living like freaky beatniks. The dog just refuses anyone doing anything, telling it anything. The only person the dog listens to is me. That's it. Boom. And the dog uh, is not happy in his current uh, residential situation where he's at this hospital. And there's all these other dogs barking and wailing and crying. And the dog just wants to eat all of them. And he's gotten shut down. He can't leave the hospital until tomorrow because he's had this massive surgery. And it's got like staples all over its knee. And it's got a cone on its head. And it cannot take the cone off ever for like a month. Because the dog will eat the staples. My dog will literally chew those things off like a man. He'll just be like, rip. Done. Not having it. So we got to shut him down. We got the cone going. You know what I say to the dog? I say, if I catch the dog, like, trying to get at the staples or anything like that, I'm like, I'm going to have to bust out that coney. You ready to go to Coney Island? <laughs> the dog, I'm like, I'm going to Coney Island. I mean business over her. The dog stops licking and stops trying to eat the staples. This dog, I mean, I've never seen anything like it. This dog will eat all day, 24-7. I mean, you could put mustard on a tire and a dog will eat it. This dog will eat anything. It'll eat, like, dead carcass. <laughs> It'll eat anything. One day I saw it rolling through the woods with, like, a squirrel in its mouth. And it would have eaten that, too. When I went to get the squirrel out of the dog's mouth, like, to fetch it, the dog was like... <laughs> right at me like he's like he didn't even know me he was just totally cujo and i was like nah, <laughs> yeah and then uh but i meant business i gave him some kung fu i was like Hur. i was like Hur. 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 Hur.
So anyway, uh, I got to get back into this Laker game. This is ridiculous. How long do I have to uh, suffer through this commercial barrage? So here's the deal. Do you any faith at all, Carver High, in um, the Blazers are up two with 10 minutes left. You give them no hope in this game, do you? In this game, no. I think that they could absolutely win this game. They've been in it the whole way. They've had leads here. Now, this is a very crucial call that they have coming up because uh, there was an N1 here on this white side bucket that it looks like the, there's a challenge involved here. So we'll see uh, if this bucket gets turned around and maybe a foul the other way. You know, LeBron was involved there. So you never know with LeBron with the referees, Scotty. So we'll see. No, I think the Blazers have a, they're in the mix here tonight. Do I think they're going to win the series? No, I don't think they're going to win the series, but they're going to get a game. Maybe the gentleman sweep, something like that. Yeah, I think it's very possible. Tonight could be the night. It Whiteside's four of five from the floor, nine points, five boards. That's not that bad for the uh, big fella. He's like, do you think that I'm wrong when I say he's like in, afraid of? Uh, well, he looked pretty good there, going into uh, LeBron's onions. He called it a block foul, and uh, I think that's a bad call. That's a charge. Well, they're looking. That's at a it, charge. Right? That, that's a charge. But they, oh, they took the bucket away from him. They, no, he won the. Ron won. It was 80 to 78. So they took it away from him. They reversed the call. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, I thought it was a, a charge. I thought they got the call right then. But he hasn't been that bad in the block, nine points and four or five. Because um, when I saw him, he looked like he was afraid of Davis and, and McGee. He wants no part of that. You know what I mean? Like just now, he got out rebounded in there by LeBron easily. Howard and LeBron blocked him out, and he was just cut right out of a, a, a you know a loose ball off the rim by by Dame. And now the Lakers can take the lead. Kuzma going downtown, but he misses the three. So uh, it's a really good game. I don't think uh, you know if I were being honest, I would say the Lakers. I don't think they look bad tonight. In terms of, uh, but I do think they look bad from uh, outside. They're four of 25 from three. So that's their problem, right? Now LeBron's getting into it with C.J. McCollum's trying to strip the ball from him. He like tackled him for the ball. But I think C.J.'s getting a call here. What did you think this was? He's dribbling to his right, but LeBron reaches in, strips the ball from him, and then pulls it from him and tries to steal it with power. He's twice as strong as McCollum. But I think, and, and now LeBron's negotiating with the refs. Oh, it's and, a jump and, ball. And he, he, and when does he not ball. negotiate? When does he not he negotiate a, with the refs? Oh, Every we, just, we saw him get two calls in a row. It took uh, one minute. He got the call on the charge, and then he just got the jump ball call. But I don't know. He, he did strip the ball from him. I think he actually may have got the jump ball. I don't know if you saw Did you see it? I thought he, he pretty much looked like he got the jump ball. I'm about only, for this game, I'm only about 25, 30 seconds behind you. So I get everything right after. Well, now he's got the tip and the bucket at the other end in the Lakers lead. So he won the tip. Loose ball. They threw it to him uh, flying down the court, and he laid it in with no uh, disturbance. Now he's got 18, 12, and 15 dimes. And now Howard has a steal from Dame Lillard. He stole the ball on a pass from Dame Lillard. And, you know. I just can't believe what I just saw. D Dwight Howard steals the ball from Dame Lillard. I've seen it all now. I had seen it. I, I got to be honest with you. I think this spread should have been at least seven and a half. I think five and a half is too short. They're just. Yeah, I, they gave the Blazers a lot of respect. A 
lot of respect for an eight seed. I don't care who they are, what they got. They just played all those games in a row where the Lakers were laying at the pool, drinking pina coladas and uh, playing ping pong. The Blazers were playing ball, right? And they're, they've shot, you know, kind of their, you know what? And they have, they have literally been playing their asses off every single day, getting to this moment, getting to this point. They've had a, like a day of rest or something. That's it. Meanwhile, the Lakers have been out. I, I told you doing whatever they're eating steaks. They're watching dirty movies. So now they've opened up a, uh, four point lead and that's all, you know, there's eight, eight twenty left. And it seems to me like right now, this is it make or break right now for the Blazers. If they don't get back into this game right now, literally right now, this game is over because they've already blown the lead and now they're shooting junk ball. I mean, junk mail. They just shot one from the corner and hit the top of the glass. I mean, it was so bad that shot. I don't even know who shot it, but they should be sat down, shot the ball behind the glass. It was so bad. And then Kuzma comes down the other end and gets all the way to the uh, glass and lays it in. And it's a six-point lead. And now it's just pretty much over. I think now they run him out of the building, right, and finish him off by 10 or 12. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, that well, yeah, I, I, want I mean, that white finish. side reversal changed the whole course right here. I mean, the, the uh, Blazers were going to have a lead there. Uh, and then they overturned that call, and nothing has gone right for them since. Nothing at all has gone right for them since. By the way, uh, they're back in, in extra innings. The Brewers twins tied it uh, threes. So the Brewers are uh, coming up. They tied the game in the, in the ninth with Maeda blowing the no-hitter. Gave up a hit, a cheap hit over the second baseman's glove by about three feet. And then uh, everything went downhill from there. And uh, the Blue Jays won that game 8-7 over the Orioles. Cubs are up 6-1 now on the Cardinals. And they have uh, bottom seven runners at the corners, two outs. And then everything else is checked in. White Sox 10-4 over the Tigers. Mets 8-3 over the Marlins. Nats 8-5 over the Braves. D-backs 10-1 over the A's. Padres 6-4 over the Rangers. Giants 8-2 over the Angels. Astros 2-1-11 over the Rockies. Dodgers 2-1 over the Mariners. Indians in 10, 6-3 over the Pirates. Rays 6-3 over the Yankees. Everything else uh, is done. That Blue Jays 8-7 score. Now that's a final. All right, Pharrell on the bench, 844-843-6879. All over Southern California as well. Pick it up that chance to get on the bench. Phillies checked in uh, 13-5, uh, make it 13-6 over the Red Sox. Eflin, four earned runs over four innings. Um, Bruce had four RBIs. There you go. And that person kid for the Blue Jays, five earned runs over four innings. That's not good, right? And then um, the White Sox beat the Tigers. Cease had two earned runs over six innings. Anderson, three more RBIs. And then Sogard was the guy that broke up the Maeda no-hitter in the ninth inning. He exited after striking out 12 on 115 pitches. Indians over the Pirates in 10, and a 6-3. Carrasco, three earned runs over four and a third. Santana, five RBIs. 
Nationals over the Braves, eight, uh, five Thames, three RBIs. Ovechkin, two goals tonight. Capitals avoid the sweep. The comeback win over the Islanders. They were down 2 nothing in the game. Uh, and then in this game, Vegas just tied it up. Stoney, your boy Stone, with the redirector in the slot to tie it up for Vegas early in the second. Shots on goal, 15-10, Vegas, 2-2 with the Blackhawks. 18 minutes left and change in the second period of the late night game. Carver, how great is it that there's, uh, you know, like always a late night hockey game on, it seems like, every night. Every <laughs> night there's a game. It's late night. You, you like the 10.30 p.m. Eastern time uh, late night Edmonton game that they've been giving you here. And tomorrow, Scotty, you actually get five games starting at noon. They're playing three games in Toronto tomorrow at uh, noon, four, and eight. And then you get the two, standard two games in Edmonton, another 10.30 uh, p.m. East. Late nighter, uh, man, this is great. I mean, this is going to be tough when we get down to the semis and stuff. There's only four teams left. We're not going to get all this uh, 12-hour action anymore. What are we going to do without it? I'm going to need a shrink without it. So the Blue Jays and Lightning are at noon. Hurricanes and Bruins are at four. Those are in Toronto. Coyotes, Avs at 530 in Edmonton. Habs, Flyers, 80s, Toronto, and then Canucks, Blues, Edmonton, 10.30 East, 7.30 West. So do you think the uh, Blues will take the lead in that series, or do you think Vancouver will win game five after the Blues won the last two? That series has now become a bit of a toss-up for me. Um, Vancouver played extremely well in the first two games. And I thought that they actually might have been the better team in game three, but they let the Blues tie it late, and then they let them win it with the Shen overtime goal. They kind of let you know opened up the door for the Blues to get their game going again, and then you saw them in game four with the big O'Reilly performance. If the Blues right. are now back to what they were last year, I think the Blues could take this series over here tomorrow night and uh, make it 3-2 and end up winning this thing. What do you think of the kid, uh, Carter Hart, uh, what he's doing with the back-to-back shutouts for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers. You know, I, I, it's it's obviously I'm not going to, you know, uh, downgrade anybody who gets a shutout in the NHL playoffs. I'm not going to do that. But uh, I also want to say, to be fair, the Canadians have generated absolutely zero offense. Zero. I mean, they are just... They are, get, I mean, they're getting some shots, but they are not getting quality chances. The Flyers are giving them absolutely nothing. So it's great that the kids got a couple of shutouts. Don't want to take it away from them, but not exactly, uh, you know, uh, a lot of firepower being thrown his way. That's for sure. So what do you think of the speed of the Avalanche? And they're up 3-1 over the Coyotes. They look dead to me, the Desert Dogs. Oh, they're finished. That's over tomorrow. There's a bunch of 3-1, Scotty, that I think are going to end on Wednesday, and uh, Colorado, Arizona is one of them, I think. And I think that Carolina's in big trouble tomorrow, too. I think, yeah, that you could I think some, they're in big trouble. I, I think you could see some fight from Columbus. I think Columbus, because, you know, all those games have been tight, and they've been playing at Columbus's style, and Tampa's just found a way to win the last couple. So I th- I'm Columbus is live for me tomorrow to keep that series uh, going. But I thought the way Carolina lost in the third period the other night, I can't see them winning. I think Boston finishes them off tomorrow. Yeah, that was a kiss of death. 
So you think the uh, Blue Jackets cover tomorrow and win that game and stay alive and force a game six? I think that, that there's a possibility that they could. I give them the best chance out of the other teams that are down 3-1. You know, you got four teams that are down 3-1 tomorrow, and I think three of them are, are going to lose. Montreal's going to lose. Arizona's going to lose. I think Carolina will lose. If I had to pick one of the four that, that I give them a big, uh, good shot, it's going to be uh, Columbus out of those four to possibly keep a series going. All right, fair enough. Uh, so here's LeBron at the line, down two, missed the first, missed the second, he missed both of them. Your boy with the triple-double, LeBron misses both free throws. We got a Blazer lead with four and change in the big O. What do you think? Uh, are you getting, Oh, look at Dame time. From 30, Brick. I thought he uh, had a really nice look there, but it was one of those really deep, deep threes from off the wing. I mean, he was like 28 feet out at least. Oh, swat by Whiteside on a, a Pope. Uh, he tried to throw a kiss glass shot off uh, driving, and Whiteside swatted it five feet. Oh, and the Blackhawks are taking a lead three to two again on Vegas. Patty Kane getting involved. We've always said when that guy has the puck, great things happen. He either scores or dishes. One of the two. So you got a wild late night hockey game going on and a wild ending to the Laker Blazer game. How great is it? Pharrell on the bench in the middle of all of this. Just glorious, especially during the Pharrell demic that there's uh, all this chaos in the world and, you know, horrible Hanta disease, COVID. Everybody's freaking out. Did you see what they did at Notre Dame today? They shut it down virtually now, only the classes for the next two weeks. You know what that's going to lead to? They'll they never go a, back to class. They got a major breakout going there at Notre Dame. A lot of students. Lot oh, of students. Dame just hit a 40-footer. A 40-footer Dame time, son. What time is it? 3-12 left, 92-89 Blazers. Dame time, 40-footer. Remember the other day he pulled up from half court, Carver High. Dame has range. No doubt about that. He just shot from right right in front of the logo at half court. It was the same thing. It's downtown. Like downtown Freddie Brown. I mean, he was all the way in lower Manhattan, son. He wasn't in Midtown. He was downtown, son. I just would kill to see them finish this game. I, I really would. No offense, anybody in Lipstick City, but... Just makes things so much more interesting. Don't you think, Carver I, if they win this game, if they steal this game, don't you think that series becomes the series to watch in the NBA playoffs? Because right now I'd say the only other good one that was legit was really, for me, the Denver-Utah game. Yeah. A lot of these games have not been, you know, quote-unquote great or come down to the wire. Uh, right. Other than the other than these two games, you know what it is. I think that it'll it'll definitely heighten the talk that the Blazers can beat them because you're coming off of the Lakers playing so miserable during the uh, the last three weeks in the bubble and all the chatter about they have no offense and they can't shoot and they they're not focused. So them losing the first game kind of feeds into all of those narratives a little bit more. You know. Um, do I do I I don't give I still don't give even the Portland wins I don't give them a a big chance to win this series now 
they come out again and you know they get a second win yeah then i'll start to think that there could be some issues here in lakerland but uh, i think it's just going to feed into that narrative now that the lakers have not been uh, sharp or focused here in the in the bubble can philly get anything from anybody else and and take advantage of no hayward in that boston lineup they lose a piece no. A 17-point piece. You don't think it matters at all that Hayward got injured? I don't think so. I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like Philly has enough to me, right? I just thought they just don't. You know what Gelt kind of Gelt told you on Monday, like said it best. Like, doesn't it seem like they just have a whole bunch of fours out on the floor? And like they just don't have a lot of pieces that that fit. They have the same guy like over and over again. That, that seems to young be the Young Gelt Militia. Your young buddy Young Gelt. That's right. All right. So 95-89 Blazers with two and change and counting in the Laker game. They're down four. I mean, this is as good as it gets. And the Blazers were getting five and a half to six and a half wherever you got it. You got to give the rock to Dame. And they are all over Lillard. I mean, they got Davis on him, Green on him, and they make a call. They're going to call the foul. I think they're going to call Green for shoving Jerkic, who was setting the screen. I mean, it is unbelievable. I'm just, I'm losing weight watching this game, right? I'm just absolutely. By the way, LeBron passed Kobe for third most triple doubles in Lakers history, including regular season and playoffs. And it's his first playoff game with him, right? His first playoff game, he's already passed Kobe for regular season and playoffs. Because LeBron's just constantly dropping trip dubs. Green almost stole it from McCollum. You just have to have the pill in Lillard's hands. And he just does whatever he wants. Now he finds Jurgic. Oh, there's no foul there. They got Green stripped him. Green stole the ball from the big fella. And now Davis gets the dunk. Oh, God, what a disastrous turnover. They give it in to Jurgic, and Danny Green steals it, of all people. That hack. Sorry, he's not he's not what he used to be. You got to admit, he's not. Do you want me to prove it to you? I'll, I'll prove it to you. I swear to God, I'll prove it to you. Like, every time I see him, I saw him clanking threes in this game already at the beginning of this game. He's got 10. He's 4 of 12 from the floor and 2 of 8 from downtown. I didn't even know he was that bad. I, I, I could smell it from here. <laughs> His bad, Jay. I mean, but he just had a huge strip. Oh, no. Caruso driving as wide as possible, trying to drive on one of these brothers. Shoots a three. Brick. All right, so it's down to a minute. They're under a minute, and the uh, Blazers have the rock, and they're up five. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. I need to get this one here before the uh, show ends. Oh, damn time from 35. Brick. That looked like an air ball. I think that was an air ball. He's pulling up from 35 and 40 now and thinking he can just shoot from wherever. LeBron bricks a three. Now it's down to under 30. I'm losing my mind over here. Now you get him to get fouled. Now you got to get him to get fouled. Caruso, you might as well foul yeah, him. They know, still haven't fouled him. Now they get the dunk. What, it's game over. What are they doing? What? Where is the urgency? Like, are we serious? You're down five. There was 30-plus seconds on the clock. Why are they standing around watching them dribble with the ball? What was because that? They wanted, because they wanted Pharrell to cover that five and a half. Shake out, ooh, shake out, ooh, shake out, ooh, shake out, ooh. 
Oh, look at Jurgic hanging on the rim. He's swinging on the rim with his onions in your face. He's swinging on the rim. He's blowing kisses to the TV cameras. He's blowing kisses. Anyway. Vegas ties it up. It's just action is everywhere. It was Alec Martinez with the goal. Now they're breaking in again. Look out here. Shine, cry, and say, oh, Magoo. You hear that old crew I'm riffing off for you? All right. The Lakers are in big trouble on a bench. All right, for all on the bench, uh, the Blazers beat the Lakers by seven in game one. Lillard, game time, 34, five and five. LeBron had the triple-double, 23, 17, and 15. But at the end of the game, he missed the uh, important free throws. And uh, the Lakers lose game one. They walk off the floor like it didn't even matter, but it mattered to Dame time and the Blazers. Sports Rage is up next with Morenci. Gabe, what'd you think of that uh, Blazer win? What'd you think of that Magic win? And and this crazy hockey game, uh, Blackhawks-Vegas 3-3 late night. I'll tell you what, Scotty, I'm not surprised. And you know what? I'm right so often. I don't know how I'm not richer, bro. I, I really don't. Because I talked about uh-huh. the Lakers not, not having played a serious game in a long time. Look, right. they tried against the Clippers in that first opening night in the bubble, bro. Game two, they got their ass handed to them by the Raptors. And they, they took their ball and they went home. They didn't try for the rest of the right. remainder of the time in a bubble. And you got a Portland team that comes in hot. They remind me of like a college basketball team, Scotty, that, you know what I mean? They ran the table in their conference tournament. Now they're in the NCAAs and they're hot as hell. And uh, the Lakers have a series on their heads. Dude, the Lakers can't shoot, bro. They shoot 34% from behind the arc in the modern NBA. That's not going to get it done. You know, who the hell is Caruso in these stiffs out there? Like, seriously? He's so white. He's so white. Yeah. Do you know what they shot tonight in that game? 16% from downtown, 5 of 32. And I bet on the Blazers, too. I had them just like you did. I bet on that 5.5. And And I hit the magic today, too, with the 12. So I just thought it was great. I I just loved watching. I got to be honest with you. I loved every minute of watching them them go down, both of them. I I thought the Lakers, I can't believe I just watched Davis and LeBron bend over uh, by the Blazers, the eight-seeded Blazers. And all I know, uh, this hockey game is crazy, too. What do you think? 3-3. Vegas finished them off tonight? I do. I think they do. It's too bad it's minus 225 in-game right now, but I do think eventually they're going to finish them off. Uh, they're finally – listen, they, they've been the better team. They've been dominating. Chicago's been lucky to hang around this long. I think Vegas does finish them off. All right. Have a great – Trades is next. Good job, Carver. Hi. Good night. See you on the coast tomorrow.